Buenos dias from Gardner's Bay. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update for the week of September 23, 2021. Ten minutes of what's been happening in the land of grace during the week, every single week. Here we go. Last week, following the extradition request by the United States, Alex Saab was appointed by Nicolas Maduro as a full member of the pro-government delegation and was asked to assist with negotiations in Mexico. Jorge Rodriguez, president of the Venezuelan National Assembly, elected in 2020 and head of Maduro's government delegation for the negotiations, declared that Saab had been kidnapped by the government of Cape Verde for more than 400 days, yet is fully qualified to fulfill his functions as a delegate. Meanwhile, Zhao Liliana, the spokesman for the Foreign Ministry of the People's Republic of China, rejected last Friday, the 17th of September, the detention of diplomat Alex Saab and urged the U.S. government to comply with the norms of international law, alleging that the United States, quote, has constantly abused political and judicial maneuvers, including sanctions and extraditions for the purpose of meddling in Venezuelan internal affairs, unquote. Also, the government of Spain pronounced itself regarding El Pollo Carvajal, former head of security for Hugo Chavez and Nicolas Maduro. The Supreme Court of Spain refused to urgently suspend the agreement of the Spanish government, which gave the green light on Hugo El Pollo Carvajal's extradition to the United States, a process which the Spanish National Court has kept tied up for the time being. And in Europe as well, the Court of Appeals of Rome has denied the extradition of Rafael Ramirez on September 20th, recognizing the need for international protection for the violation of human rights in Venezuela, according to his lawyer. Rafael Ramirez, who was director of the Venezuelan state-owned oil company PDVSA between 2004 and 2013, and former oil minister of President Hugo Chavez, must, according to Maduro's government, face Venezuelan justice for his accusations that Nicolas Maduro had betrayed the legacy of the late President Chavez. On Wednesday, the 15th of September, U.S. President Joe Biden added Venezuela to the list of illicit drug-producing or transit countries for its lack of action to combat drug trafficking. In addition to Venezuela, the list includes Bolivia, Colombia, Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, and Peru. The Venezuelan ambassador to the United Nations, Hector Constant Rosales, called for the lifting of sanctions against Venezuela in his speech on Tuesday, the 14th of September, assuring that the necessary documentation has been provided to demonstrate the situation in Venezuela with respect to human rights, and added that the money that is frozen is necessary for the acquisition of medicines and food for Venezuelan citizens. And in economic news, Crystalex, Canadian gold mining company, had requested in the past weeks shares of Citgo, the Venezuelan oil subsidiary in the USA, as partial payment of the debts that the subsidiary has with the Canadian company. The request was denied on Wednesday the 15th of September by the U.S. Treasury Department. Now, updates within Venezuela. 470 Russian tourists arrived on Margarita Island, northwest Venezuela, 
on Thursday, the 16th of September, as part of the first flight from Russia to promote tourism in the country. The Russians published on their social networks the tourist activities they carried out on the island, such as water sports and parties in hotels. The Minister of Tourism of the government of Nicolas Maduro, Ali Padron, informed through his radio program that 76 charter flights from Russia had been confirmed for the next few days. The arrival of the tourists was agreed upon during the talks that Russia and Venezuela held at the 24th International Economic Forum in St. Petersburg, Russia. A massive failure in Banco de Venezuela, a bank expropriated by the Chavez government and which has the largest number of affiliates in the country, affected its users for five days, during which they were unable to access their money. The platform prevented users from mobilizing their accounts or making purchases with their debit cards from Thursday, the 16th of September, until the night of Monday, the 20th of September. Also, merchants who have points of sale through the bank were unable to register purchases during those days. The Venezuelan government stated that the failure was due to a cyber-terrorist attack. And now, with respect to Venezuela and its neighbors in the Caribbean, aeronautical authorities in the Dominican Republic said on Wednesday, the 15th of September, that the restriction of general aviation flights to and from Venezuela will be maintained for at least 90 more days, a provision that will end on the 14th of December. This restriction includes business flights, agricultural, aviation, and personal flights, allowing commercial flights and cargo and mail flights. Also, on Wednesday, the 15th of September, 34 Venezuelans were detained in Trinidad and Tobago after they were spotted on a beach carrying luggage. The Venezuelans were with a local who was also detained, and all were quarantined for COVID-19. Yulimar Rojas, the Olympic triple jump winner, arrived in Venezuela, where she made several public appearances. However, she became a trend on social networks for her appearance with Vladimir Padrino Lopez, Venezuela's Minister of Defense, who has been accused of violating human rights for his actions during the protests in Venezuela. Yulimar issued a public statement assuring that her achievements belong to all of Venezuela. The Caracas cable car, or Waray Repano cable car, is undergoing maintenance work that will take between 10 and 12 months, assured the president of Venezolana de Telefericos, CA, Victor Antonio Cruz, on Friday the 17th of September, For this reason, the system will not provide service to the general public beginning the 1st of August of 2021. Although the cable car is the easiest and most economical way to access the renovated Hotel Humboldt, those who wish to visit the place will have to use other means of access during the months of repair. Gustavo Dudamel, the 40-year-old Venezuelan conductor, revealed on his Instagram page that he was chosen to conduct the inaugural concert as part of the Paris Opera season, where he shared his enthusiasm for this event. Dudamel was appointed director of the Paris Opera a few months ago, and the season-opening concert will be on Wednesday, the 22nd of September. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. 
If you want to read more on how Venezuelan socialist politics are changing, check out the show notes. If you like the show, share it and subscribe for more. We want to know where you are listening from, so drop us a line at our brand new dedicated email, venezuela at rorschach.com, and let us know what city or town you're in. You can also find us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela or on Twitter at Rorschach V. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.